Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's the Sparky Pfeiffer, 1250 AM, The Fan. Make sure to check out the interviews I do throughout the course of the week. Lots of good ones. Ryan Wood, Pete Doherty. Uh, let's see who else did we have Jim Polzine from the Wisconsin State Journal that one will be going up or is up actually as of this morning just interviewed Tim Dillard uh, former Brewers pitcher with Valley Sports Wisconsin that one will be going up uh, later this afternoon tomorrow morning uh, talk about the Brewers Corbin Burns trade all that fun stuff so make sure to check out 1250amthefan.com or on your Odyssey app he has Paul Brettel lots of great content over there at Packers Wire at Paul underscore Brettel of course also uh, the uh, Packers insider green and gold insider whatever they call him over there at ESPN Lacrosse, my guy John Papadopoulos, my guy uh, Paul, are you, are you having fun doing the Pop, Papadopoulos show? Sports lead? Oh, hundred percent. I, I love, I love John. I love joining him to talk Packers each week during the season, and just very appreciative for for the opportunity that he's provided me. Yeah, he's a good dude. I love John. Uh, okay, so let's talk a, a little bit about needs uh, for this Packers team. Uh, they have, I, in my opinion, several. Uh, but from the aspect of where are we going with free agent money versus where are we going to fill those needs with draft picks, Paul? So I think the two positions that jump out to many are going to be in the secondary. There's the safety and the cornerback position. The safety position in general is just <laughs> barren right now in terms of depth and playmaking, but the cornerback position as well needs a boost. There was no Packers cornerback last season that finished in the top half of the NFL in forced incompletions. The Packers defense as a whole had just seven interceptions, the second lowest amount in football. Like they need more playmaking at that position. And in part injuries, you know, you don't have Eric Stokes for most of the year. Jair Alexander missed time moving on from Joe Barry to Jeff Halfley, I think is going to just put these guys in a better position to make plays. As we all know, Joe Barry's defense, cover two shell, keep everything in front of you. Like players weren't all, the cornerbacks weren't often in position to make plays on the ball either. So I think all that's going to help. But if you can add someone else, you know, a, a top draft pick to that room who has some of those ball hawking skills, that's going to be really important. And specifically what they need to find too is someone who can fill the slot. You know, Carrington Valentine, Eric Stokes, Jair Alexander, all primary boundary cornerback options. And then at safety, you know, if if Halfley's going to play more of that cover one look, which he did a ton of at Boston College, you know, they're going to need two types of safeties. They're going to need that center field like player who can cover a ton of ground deep. And they're also going to need someone who can play in the box. Again, if Halfley's going to continue to use that cover one style heavily. But what I think they're going to do with both those positions is that's going to be a draft pick. Reason I say that, Halfley's background as a defensive backs coach, that's where he cut his teeth in the NFL with Tampa Bay, with Cleveland, with San Francisco. Uh, the new uh, pass game coordinator that the Packers just brought in, Derek Ansley, he was the the Chargers defensive coordinator in 2023. His background, obviously. Defense, that, they looked really good, didn't they? <laughs> His background is out is uh, obviously with defensive backs, having coached under Nick Saban, having won a national title there. So I think the experience that they have specifically on this coaching staff and working with that position group, I wouldn't be surprised if 
instead of going to free agency. And that doesn't mean there might not be a, a Jonathan Owens like signing to provide, you know, just some depth, sure. some veteran stability. But in terms of trying to find that impact player in the secondary, I feel like that's going to be through the draft. If they're going to add through free agency, I think you look at the front seven. That interior defensive line specifically, it's it, uh, based on reports, the Packers are transitioning from a 3-4 to a 4-3. And just from a personnel standpoint, you need another TJ Slayton-like presence. Sweating in, out of Texas, baby. <laughs> in, in, in the middle of that. Antic. In, in the middle of that defense. And they have, a, you know, the Kobe Wooden, Kobe Woodens, Carl Brooks. They have young talent, Devontae Wyatt in there. But there's a learning curve that comes with playing the interior defensive line, especially against the run. Like, it's one thing to just go get the quarterback, pin your ears back. Playing the run, especially at the NFL level, there's a steep learning curve that can come with that. We've still seen that Devontae Wyatt's working through that. Some of the run game issues that the Packers experienced this year is because they were so young. So if you're looking for a more immediate presence who can fill a specific role, I think adding to the defensive front and free agency is something that'll be on the Packers radar. And I'm also going to put linebacker in there as well. Again, you go to a four, three, you got to have three linebackers on the field and Devondre Campbell battling injuries last season didn't look like his his old self and even in the playoffs like Isaiah McDuffie was lining up next to Quay Walker on early downs if the Packers move on from Devondre Campbell they save I believe 2.6 million dollars in cap space this season and if that plays out that way they're left with Quay Walker Isaiah McDuffie and Christian Young who was on and off the Packers practice squad last year. Like that's their linebacker room. Again, you can address that position in the draft, but I think that's one if they have some flexibility in terms of spending. I think linebacker is uh, another potential position that could be free agency versus trying to target that position early on in the draft. I think I disagree with some of what you said. Mm -hmm. I think if it was me, I'd go young on the defensive line. Like I said, the Tavondre Sweat guy from Texas, um, I do is just gigantic. He's like 400 pounds. He's fast uh, for his size or whatever else. I'd love to see him inside pushing three dudes backwards like Gilbert Brown back in the day or whatever. That would be fun. Um, safety. I, and I get the Owens thing. Like you need a veteran safety there. Um, if that's going to be their starter, fine. But you just look at like a Jesse Bates and not that there's a Jesse Bates out there. I haven't looked at free agency, but Jesse Bates, when he was able to kind of change with that Falcons defense with his presence, he had an unbelievable year uh, at safety. I think I'd rather have at least one dude that I know is a playmaker that's a difference maker. And I don't know if Owens is that guy. I don't think so. But one of those dudes there. Whether And Goody mentioned the fact that, hey, man, maybe we'll trade some of these picks for veterans. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll trade a pick uh, and get a veteran player. If you're going to do that, I would love to see you do that for a veteran safety. And then let whoever you drafted the other safety position, you know, be that other safety next to him. However, I will emphasize as I've been emphasizing, if this is going to be like it was under Ted Thompson, which is here, are the guys I drafted, go plug them in. Good luck. Uh, versus what defense do you want? Okay. We're going to run that fine. Okay. What type of players do you need? Okay, fine. And then we go draft guys that fit our defense. That's how this should be done. But if Goody is going to do it like Ted did it, which is just draft who he thinks is the best defensive player and then ask this dude to try and figure it out, it's not going to work regardless of who the coordinator is. 
Yeah. And I think to your point, the the change in calculus is where this team's expectations are. And so if you can get one of those veteran impact players, you're, you're obviously going to prefer that route over some of the growing pains that are going to come with relying on a rookie, even if you're spending an, an early round pick on them. But uh, I also agree, or I think that to your point, Gudikins is going to go more towards, all right, there just feels like there's going to be more adaptability with Halfley and what he's doing. And the system that he brings is going to be molded to the players rather than here's the system and trying to fit players into it. 